The Client Pipe Podcast. So we're here talking about what we should put into a professional profile, such as on LinkedIn or anyway, re- uh, anywhere really we list our credentials as uh, independent consultants, uh, even a resume. And Steve, I think you have a, kind of a case study of something going on right now. Well, I was on a project, uh, my last project, uh, where one of the consultants, it was her first time uh, as an independent professional. And she sent me her LinkedIn profile and her resume on the side because um, she knew I've been in this world for quite a long time and thinking about, okay, how am I going to get uh, the next engagement? And so um, I took a look and wanted to share with you the, the feedback that I gave to her. Um, so first of all, a little, little bit of background on her. She's, uh, she has over 18 years with one company, but it, it's all consulting experience. Um, so she was perfectly positioned for her, her current role. And she was super at the app that she's working on, um, which is Kronos. It's an employee time app. Um, it's the most widely used enterprise employee time app in the U.S. What I saw in her profile contrasted a lot uh, compared to what I knew of her, which was all good. Um, on her profile, it was mostly work history. And I actually had to work to see the little nuggets that reflected what I knew of her. And so I called her up and spoke, shared this, that, okay, I'm, I'm seeing all history, but I want to I wanna turn it around because I know what you can do and what you're doing for this current client project. And so uh, the rest of the conversation was all about um, flipping her profile and her resume to be oriented to, to the problems that she solves and uh, her consulting experience, um, which conveys uh, consulting ex- extensive consulting experience like she has conveys, hey, you're getting somebody who's going to walk into the office and know how to solve your problems. So the rest of our conversation was about that. Well, it's interesting. You know, uh, so often it, it feels like we're conditioned uh, to do this, right? I mean, uh, we, we create a profile and almost there, there are these forms. If you log on to LinkedIn, it's like list your previous job, list the dates. And we kind of go into this passive mode uh, and it, almost like we're filling out a job application. And I always tease people, you know, it's like you're applying for your own job. And, uh, but as an independent consultant, you already have the job. You just need the client. Uh, and so we, you know, I think what I'm hearing you say is move from that passivity of simply sort of listing your history and, uh, and a list of your skills to sort of an active approach of, you know, connecting the dots and, and telling us um, the story a little bit of, about uh, why you and you know, what problem and what solution uh, you, you connect together. That's exactly it. That's exactly why I wanted to talk about this is um, we, I, I, I think it's un, unintentional that so many people basically fill out uh, their history and then it puts, it shifts the burden to the reader to figure out, well, can this person solve the problem that I need to solve? And so many times you hear, uh, even in, in regular employment, people move on. They don't pause to read through and figure it out. If it's not clear in the first sentence, the first paragraph, first few seconds, then they just move on. And, and in the case of uh, consulting and contracting, even more so. Really got to be straight to the point of, this is what I do. This is what I solve. Um, this is why you want to engage me. And all this bit about history and what you've done in the past becomes 
almost irrelevant, except for the occasional follow-up. Okay, tell me a little bit about what you've done. But that's conversational. That's not so much on your profile. So absolutely. That, that's it. And that's what I conveyed with, with her is let's, let's amp up everything I know about you, all the good things that you can do for people. And I want to minimize and eliminate a lot um, of your history. Well, it's interesting. So, you know, you look at the average LinkedIn profile and all of the length, the longest portion of it is uh, the work history and, you know, descriptions of, of what you did at certain jobs. And I find that the title and the, the initial blurb and the introductory paragraph are about as short as can be. And I, I, I think we're saying it, it kind of should be the other way around. When I look at um, how to write a LinkedIn profile, I think of it as the same way that you would write a case study. Um, so a case study starts with sort of a visionary goal. What did this client want to achieve? So you can conjure up a visionary goal of what your potential clients want to achieve. And this is the basic story arc in any story. Um, professional storytelling or corporate storytelling starts with some kind of the way thing, we want things to be. And then you go right to sort of a pain point. Like, uh, But this is what um, you know, most people struggle with and why you need me. This is the setup of the problem. So you go from a visionary goal to the pain point, And then there are hurdles, like why can't you just solve it in the most sort of knee-jerk, just do it yourself or, or just hire a freelancer, or just do something simple. Um, so if you get through that, you're sort of um, halfway through the story and then you, you get kind of to the why you chose us, which is, or why you choose us if it's a LinkedIn profile instead of a case study. And that has to do with things like you pointed out with her, you know, 18 solid years of consulting experience. I know how to step in and, and solve your problem. 18 years of experience on this rather obscure app. Uh, and, and that leads you into sort of the information and the work history as uh, part of that why, but, you know, not sort of the sine qua non of you've done this history. So you're now connecting the dots. You're, you're creating a presentation of where this information fits in the narrative because you've started the narrative. And, and it brings you full circle back to that visionary goal, just like when you're kind of completing a, a, a story and you come to rest. Yes, yes. There's, there are so many people out there uh, that I see who have value to deliver. The world needs what they have but it's not coming across. And so it's, it's not even a mistake, really. It's just a shift in the way we think about it. Um, I, I don't know what the actual reasons, but I have a hunch about my own reasons when I presented myself this way. Um, partly cultural, partly 20th century corporate paternalism of you know, letting somebody else figure it out. They'll, they'll take care of us if we're an employee. Um, but yeah, it's uh, for me. It was a big shift in thinking. Let me solve solve it for them. Let me be very clear so that it's easy for the reader to figure out where I'm going with it. Um, and everything else is just secondary. I'm everything else being your work history. And that's why I'm so interested in in corporate storytelling in my own practice area because. Um, you know, it really is uh, a way of just presenting um, ourselves as problem solvers. And I really like the idea that any of us can do that. And I think, Steve, what you're attempting to do here is kind of carve out in sort of the series of podcast episodes, what are the initial core skill sets um, for an independent consultant to have? You know, like we started first with how do you get out of your job and, and find work for yourself? And, and then we sort of went into, you know, why... 
um, you know, the first hurdle, the first trap or mud pit that happens uh, in The Princess Bride. You know, why, why are we trained to be dependent on other people? Suddenly you find out you need clients. And then in the last episode, we sort of did, uh, you know, well, um, is selling really a specialized skiller or can we all sell? Can every consultant sort of connect these dots? And now we're on sort of the final bit, which is uh, for not that we're going to stop the podcast by any means, but, but this kind of completes uh, a sequence of, all right, so I know how to connect the dots. Now, how do I present that? How do I tell that story arc uh, to the public in terms of the branding uh, that I put out there? And so this is sort of like the marketing feather on that sales cap. Uh, and I, we should point out um, before we close the episode soon that, um, you know, doing this this way, uh, if you just write your job history, you don't, you're not very searchable in LinkedIn, but writing out the the narrative in a way that's compelling and, and sort of covers these these points of the visionary goal and the pain points and, and the hurdles and the, the why somebody chooses you. And then it goes in the information. It gives you a lot more, a, a lot, a greater number of search terms that tend to come up in those searches that are highly relevant uh, to how you want to position yourself and what you do. And so right away, my experience has been, I don't know about you, Steve, but when I redid my LinkedIn profile, I started getting a lot more views per day. Um, and I was lucky to get that many views in a week when it was just a resume. Yes, it, it was a big shift for me. And one of the internal, just to kind of close it out, one of the things that I put aside about myself is this. My LinkedIn profile, my professional prof profile, how I present myself to the world, is not my whole self. Uh, it, it is certainly not comprehensive about me. I don't need it to be comprehensive in order to uh, have a, a professional livelihood that allows me to thrive. I only need to convey what is helpful to other people. And I, I think, um, at least for me, that was a distinction that really freed me up, allowed me to be truly searchable uh, on professional terms that other people find useful. Well, same here. You know, I uh, I had a bit of a uh, an OCD obsession with being complete in my profile, and and uh, it was actually you, Steve, that uh, made sort of the point to me that really this is your brochure, and so in your brochure you don't necessarily have to put the square footage of the closet. Uh, you you can leave that information out and let the information that is the high point, you know, how you solved a problem and, and what the the immediate result and that visionary result was for that client, how, how that rises to the top. And, it, you know, by having the right information featured, it just lets you cut out all of the trivial information that by including, uh, it sort of reduces all the information in your profile to the status of equal. Well, this has been uh, a really good episode, Steve, and uh, we'll close it out early. This will be a, a short one, but uh, I think we've touched on the key points. Thank you, Daniel. The Client Pipe Podcast.